Hello, St. Columbus. This week on Thursday, Christians celebrate the Feast of the Ascension. As the story is told in Luke's Gospel and in Acts, the risen Jesus, either right after his ascension in Luke or 40 days later in the book of Acts, Jesus ascends up into heaven and vanishes in the clouds. It's a great story and it has prompted plenty of artistic depictions. It's also incredible to our modern ears, especially now that we actually know what is entailed when human beings rocket up away from this earth into orbit or to land on the moon. We as yet have no reports of anyone encountering Jesus out there. The throne of God and its vaunted right hand must remain in the realm of metaphor and mystery. But let's explore what might be the underlying significance of the Ascension story. Jesus had died, but then was risen and with the disciples in physical, convincing ways. And then he was not. He had ascended. No further resurrection appearances were reported. The disciples' loss seemed complete. And for a time, they were probably as unsure and confused as they'd been after the crucifixion, when the one they'd counted on died tragically. The story seems to signify those times when we think we are on our own, when we feel that whatever has undergirded our security is gone. And this year, this past year, is perhaps one of those times, a time of isolation and so much disruption of our usual routines. And as the pandemic abates, we may be unsure about how we'll manage after this time of deprivation. When I think about Jesus' ascension, I remember the wonderful movie, Truly, Madly, Deeply, from 1990. In it, a woman is plunged into inconsolable grief when her musician husband dies. But then he comes back. He visits nightly, both with her and with his fellow musicians, and he's ghost-like, but enough the same that the woman feels he's really still there so much so that his presence becomes her main reality and her daytime teaching job and potential new friends barely exist. She lives for his nighttime visits. But then over time, her husband becomes less and less real. And finally, the visits stop. When this happens though, things are different for the wife. She herself becomes alive again open to the real world, to connecting with her students, and even to new love. It seems she was incapable of that as long as her husband was still around, that vague presence. And it just reminds me of the whole Resurrection, Ascension, Pentecost story. Absence, real and deep, is sometimes what we need to make it through times of transformation. Absence can prepare us and strengthen us for new roles. Jesus' disciples didn't really go out into the world and start spreading the good news until the reason, risen Jesus was gone, until they received the power of the Holy Spirit in the Pentecost event. For many of us, since March of last year, it may have felt like our church is gone. We don't go there. We don't share communion. We barely see each other in person. It can feel like we're spiritually on our own with so many of the resources usually available from St. Columbus either gone or moved to online formats. It's not the same. 
And maybe this has been our ascension to Pentecost time, a time when so much about church that we've depended on has gone away. And maybe in this time, we've grown, reflected, dreamed a better time. Maybe we've found our own religious stories, seen ourselves in the gospel story in new ways. Maybe the Holy Spirit is stirring in our souls and giving us permission to imagine church in new and creative ways. We won't abandon all we've known. Jesus' disciples never forgot their time with him after he died. But once he was gone, risen and ascended, they knew his presence amazingly, but far differently. May we welcome with joy many of the familiar aspects of our lives in the St. Columbus community as the pandemic wanes, but may we also find different and amazing ways to be church and to live God's love ever more fully. Bye.